Welcome to the Obstructed View podcast. Hello, welcome to the Obstructed View. Today we're going to look back on Everton's fantastic win at the London Stadium. We're also going to look ahead to the next two home fixtures against Burnley and Brighton. And also a little bit on how the new stadium's getting on. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Good evening, not bad yourself? Yeah, a lot better, a lot better this weekend, yeah. Um, so we're going to look back on the, uh, the win for Everton at West Ham. Um, an industrious performance in the capital once again. Um it's a great result, to be honest. I mean, West Ham are a pretty good side now in the Premier League. Um, how do you see West Ham? Stead- solid, aren't they? Um, yeah. Last last load of seasons um, since they got Moyes back in, won a European trophy. It might have been lowest one you can get, but it, I'm sure most clubs will rip, rip your hand off, won't they, to, to yeah. win a European trophy and have away days like that. But yeah, no, steady away, especially at home. Um, and the, the yeah, they're a bit. They can be inconsistent, but any win against West Ham is a good win at minute, and it's the last few years. So yeah, I think, we, I think we mentioned when we were building up to the game that um, West Ham were playing in in Greece at Olympiakos on Thursday night. And yeah, I just don't think that's ever a good thing for a side, um, especially like West Ham, who sort of do play the same first eleven pretty much every game near enough. Um, I watched it as well. Uh, they were poor. Yeah. They were poor. Until um, I think they got they got a goal near the end, and then they, it's like any team when you get one back, piling pressure on. But they were really poor. But we did yeah we did call it last week. If any good time to play them is 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 on a Sunday after they've been away in Europe, aren't they? It's always a good time, especially a Europa League team because they're not going to be like a Man City where it doesn't really matter. It, no, it matters because like I said, the majority of players that played in Greece played would have played on Sunday, wouldn't they? Yeah, it doesn't seem like, um, especially up front, it doesn't seem like they've got as many options as perhaps they had in the past as well because when they were struggling, they were taking off Antonio, who was getting on a bit now, let's say, and they bring on Danny Ings, who's uh, a good player, don't get me wrong, but for a top sort of seven Premier League club, I think you need a bit more now, to be honest. So Ben Rama as well. Decent player, Ben, ben Rama, but he's, he's, he's not going to... He's, he's do you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's not the difference between... Win and losing most of the time, he's just a decent player, isn't he? But he's not going to tear it up, is what what I'm kind of meaning. No, sort of thing. So post match, uh, sorry, pre match, there was a, a fitting tribute to uh, Bobby Charlton and Bill Kenwright at the uh, London Stadium. Um, Everton's potential new owners were there, and uh, the current owner, and they left a wreath on the seat, but would have been Bill Kenwright's seat. But um, I think a lot of people are saying that it was kind of an inevitable kind of thing when a character sort of passes away like that, that you sort of go and do something decent uh, the next game a little bit. Um, so the game itself, um, I've, I've read a lot sort of West Ham's opinions, because I think that's how you see a lot more of this. Because when you've won, you're sort of on a high, aren't you, a little bit? Um, I watched most blue of it myself. Blue tinted glasses on, don't you? You always think... Exactly. You always did a lot better than what you probably, probably think you did. West Ham fans are fuming. They're all <laughs> saying the crap. And it's, it's almost Moyes out again. I don't think they'll quite say that because it's success they've had. But... Um, they were not happy with their performance. I think they felt like Everton were probably first to everything and um, to a man, probably the better side. Um, it was only a one nil win, but with Sean Dyche, it's always going to be a kind of close, a close, a close tie, especially away from home. Um, 
another clean sheet for Jordan Pickford, who was fantastic again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Um, he's, he's just one of them, Pickford. He's, he's invaluable. I know a lot of England fans and that one don't like him so much, but it's just it's, it's, it's a good it's a good Premier League goalkeeper. Um, well, from a non um, from a non biased point of view, I I, I don't I. I've always been a fan of him being in net for England. I don't see why anyone, no one's proven himself to be any better. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think um, when you've got somebody who's done as well as him, especially in the, I think he's a bit more of a tournament player. I don't see why he gets the criticism he does, especially from some media outlets. He's never, but, never been the reason we've not won a, not run out of a tournament or didn't win it. Fact, you know what I mean? He's never been the reason no. ever. No, definitely not. No. Um, so Everton have basically got this sort of four-four-one-one now. They're playing pretty much every game. Um, can Calvert Lewin as the lone striker with Abdullah Decore just behind him is, is essentially the key to this now? Um, got his goal again, Calvert Lewin, and I don't know if you can remember last season, but we needed a striker. We didn't have a striker, and Dyche took him out the side, saying for his long-term fitness, he needs to he needs to recover, and it does look a lot like we're sort of seeing the benefit of that now. Um, a lot of Everton fans are saying, well, he should play because we might get relegated. But, you know, Calvert-Lewin at Aston Villa early in the season when he got his face banged, he, he was booed off and jeered off. And now he's now he's the hero again. And he scored his 50th Premier League goal for Everton yesterday. Uh, £1.5 million signing from Sheffield United. So, I mean, he's been a great signing for about £1.5 million. Last year and a half, it's been a thing, hasn't it, really? Not fans um, probably getting on his back a bit and... Again, get rid of him with waste spaces, especially off the field stuff in it a little bit. I suppose when he's not been playing and being injured, that's been getting on Everton fans' back a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah, well, a lot of it is he's not playing and and he's he's all over media doing all modelling and yeah, it's fair play to him. If he was playing, nobody would say anything about it. But when he's not playing, Everton fans don't not take kindly to it really. And I think they've they've seen him as somebody who was happy to sort of. Maybe be substituted or just be or not, um, or not play because he's. Just, I'm, I'm getting me, I'm getting me, I'm getting a paycheck. I'll just go off and do some modelling sort of thing. Oh, there's been a, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's been a few sort of managers that have kind of said that he doesn't feel right, which you don't know what's gone on really. But it, yeah. it's almost the managers saying it's him who don't want to. They don't want to play. Um, but I think Sean Dyche now is starting to get a little bit of credit because there's quite a few Everton fans that don't really. Don't really like him, let's be honest. Um, they want to see this kind of almost like the football chef Wednesday playing now. Um, they want to play more expansive football, but I think Dyche pretty much does play, he plays to his strengths of what we've got in the side. And he's not playing what he played at Burnley. It is this is a lot more kind of it's like a combative kind of industrious, hard working win the ball back. Um, but then it's still solid at the same time, and uh. Jose Font on BBC said uh, he's a very good manager. You, the top managers like Jose Mourinho and that get talked about. People like Sean Dyche don't really. So, um, I, I mean, I'm not sort of enamoured by him. I, I find him a bit annoying sometimes. He's got a bit of an ego and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and whatnot. I think that's something, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. He loves himself. Yeah. Um, a bit like Allardyce does, in a way. Not as bad. There's nowhere near. Nowhere near. Not as bad as him. <laughs> not as bad. Well, no. You can't be anything like that, can you, really? But, uh, <laughs> Everton, Everton favourite, isn't he? Allardyce. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. Um, DCL scored four goals in six games. So, for a striker, it's pretty red hot, really, at the minute. Um, lone striker role. So, in the Premier League, one, one of the goals of the League Cup as well. Um, it's... It, 
if we can keep him fit, I think he's it's it's guaranteed points pretty much. He's, um, he's the difference, isn't he? End of the day, he, yeah. he, t- I know we've talked about the points which is to take that away from anything because we don't know what's going to go on with that. But he's the difference between you having a comfortable season, not doing anything, but not having, yeah. but and, and but not having a season like the last two seasons where you, you're constantly battling and looking over your shoulder all the time, or you, you're in bottom three. We him playing and keeping fit. You're not. You're, you're never near bottom three. Season, I think if you, if you can guarantee if you can guarantee Tarkovsky, Branthwaite, Calvert Lewin, and maybe sort of Jordan Pickford all stay fit all season, Everton are going to probably be mid to low, low sort of low teens, not not the relegation battle, and maybe where they are that's now. The problem where they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't really got much outside of that. I know we've signed Beto. Um, but it was actually interesting. We signed a young lad called Yusuf Shimiti, um as a sort of long-term um, striking option and uh, sort of blood through and used sparingly. And, and he got subbed instead of Beto uh, for DCL. So that's was quite that interesting. The only sub that he made as well. I mean, that's yeah. another, another, because you can make five, can't you? No? Sean Dyche um, does not like whatever. to make substitutions and he, he he's cascaded for it as much as he's... Um, He's praised for it, and I think when you are sort of, you've got that set defensive unit, it sort of makes sense. But when you're sort of one nil down, <laughs> yeah, it's it not good. It's not changing. It works. It's all right one way, isn't it? But it could go against, could go against you when you when you're losing. He's a he's a very stubborn. He's a very stubborn manager. <laughs> worst worst team to be on bench for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ain't getting on. <laughs> a lot of Everton fans now are hoping right back Nathan Patterson will stay in the side because. We've got to be honest, Ashley Young is he's, he's 38 and he, he's been pretty poor since he's come in. He, he just doesn't see, I think Sean Dice likes him as a character and a, uh, an influence on the pitch, but he gets done by everybody. <laughs> he's getting yellow cards left, right, and centre. He got sent off in the derby. Nathan Patterson's coming, who's Scotland's right back, you know. He's played quite well. Um, he's a bit more of an attacking threat as well. You know, Young don't really go over the halfway line <laughs> because he can't get back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Everton fans. I don't think Sean Dyche would have played Nathan Patterson had Young been available, but because he's suspended, they had to play Patterson. Um, so there's a bit of a mixture in the side now. We've got Jared Branthwaite who's getting out of the match every game. The big centre half being class, any this season. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. For, for me, I'm... for me, looking on as a as a non-Everton fan, uh, I mean, Calvert Lewin stands out when he gets a goal or McNeil, Decorey as yeah. well. But but I think. Even even I've like a non Everton fan. Even I've noticed him, um, like from from afar, sort of thing as a standout sort of performer, especially at back. I don't think you can give it a sort of like an assist or anything like that. But he wins the ball off Antonio. The ball gets played through to Calvert Lewin, and um, that's the goal. And he seems to be involved in a lot of stuff that that's positive in the game as well. You know, like um, going forward, almost he's sort of starting off attacks and things as well. So he's is a Definitely a very talented footballer, and we signed him to a new contract. Don't mean much these days, but it means you, I get, be surprised. you get some money done. It at least worst case scenario. I would be surprised if uh, some of the big clubs in Europe aren't trying to sign him in the summer next summer. Unfortunately, but um, for England, um, him and John Stones could be a real interesting sort of future partnership. Um, England have got a few issues in Maguire and. The biggest one with this um, isn't it? Really, yeah. I thought the um, I thought the, the talking about the goal though, and just touched on it there. I thought the the the, the to 
um, the turn and the, and, and the, the reverse shot into the bottom left were class finish, to be fair. From Carl yeah, Lewin. I think I'll always say that we've got two players who are genuinely class. It's Pickford and Calvert-Lewin. And if they are the kind of Premier League players that would that would play in the Euro Local League's kind of standard side, you know, in the Premier League. But for us, most of the team aren't, unfortunately. But Calvert-Lewin never, he's never really kicked on because of his injuries, really. Um, um, and yeah, that little turn inside, I think Zuma's kind of <laughs> didn't expect it. And the uh, next thing, it's bottom corner, great finish. Um, so we've got, um, we've got a game on Wednesday, Everton in the League Cup now. Um, Burnley at home. Which, if we win that, we'll be through to the last eight of the League Cup. So, Everton fans haven't really had much to sort of look forward to, and every game sort of pressurised, you know, because of the relegation battles and and everything like that. And I think a lot of people are just looking forward to going to the game and not having too much to worry about on Wednesday. Um, Burnley are obviously struggling as well, the bottom of the Premier League. Um, and if Everton do get through. Um, I don't know if you can remember, but the draw for the Carabao Cup 16 is Mansfield v Port Vale. Yeah. <laughs> Exeter v Borough. Um, Ipswich Black- Fulham as well. Ipswich Fulham. Blackburn play Chelsea. I, I mean, and the sort of the big clubs play each other. West Ham play Arsenal. Man U play Newcastle. So if everything do get through, there's a real good chance of a, a decent draw for a for a quarter uh, semi-final. Um, yeah, well, the Exeter Borough and the Mansfield-Port Vale, I know they're, they're the tomorrow ones. I mean, if you get yeah. you take any one of them, obviously you better, you'd rather run Mansfield-Port Vale or Exeter because Borough are a better, better team. Better, anyway. yeah. But any of them, you, you take in a quarter-final and then you get the, then you're in a second, two-leg semi, aren't you, straight off? And you never know what could happen in that. So it's a real strange scenario, really, because we're sort of improving in the league. We get the, the, the team's a lot more balanced and Dyche is sort of getting his own stamp on everything. And then in the background, we've got absolute chaos off the field. Um, yeah, yeah. we've got a lot of different reasons, know, really, as well, isn't it? So, like we've just spoke about on the Sheffield Wednesday one, Sheffield Wednesday under transfer embargo because the owner hasn't paid the bills, and Everton are, are looking at a possible points deduction. I don't know. Everton might have enough in the bag to to sort of stay up with a points deduction. So we'll see. We will see what's given with that. We don't know. So I don't want to say too much about that because. It could be nothing, really. It might just be the media selling newspapers. Um, and then the next Premier League game is also at home. It's Brighton at home. Now, Brighton are a good side. Um, the only thing with Brighton is they're not in great form. They've only won one in seven. All competitions, that is. Um, and I think it's a bit like what we spoke about with West Ham. I think they're struggling a bit in the league because of the... Is it the Europa League they're in? Yeah, this is Europe. Yeah, they, they, they had Marseille, didn't they? And I know they beat Ajax. I think they beat Ajax, but they had Marseille away. But yeah, I think they've had a little hangover, haven't they, from um, Thursday nights um, that's affected them a bit more. But they've 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 seemed to have turned up like last year's Brighton some games this season and and wiped the floor with team. And then the opposite has, has happened to them where they've like at Villa, for example, where they got absolutely battered, didn't they? I know Villa. Are, Playing really well, but they've 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 let themselves down a couple of times, haven't they? But then they've been really good a couple of times as well, like last year. Yeah, so, so Brighton have got a few injuries, but it's it's not like sort of key players. It's sort of Danny Welbeck and uh, Solly March, who are kind of bit part players anyway. But um, I think for them, it's probably just a lot of games in a short space of time, and 
a lot of teams that do well in the Premier League or get near getting into the top sort of the European places tend to be the team that don't have any European football. Ninth, tenth position this season if they carry on in the um, the Europa. But where with Everton's form, it's it's quite a bit better. Um, we won four in seven now, losing the other three. But um, we didn't win many games at all last season. It didn't feel like, and we do, we we do seem to be really close to a decent result, or we win. So um, I think it's, it does feel pretty positive at the minute. Um, like you said, you, you do kind of get that little bit every time you win a game. <laughs> but going forward, I think there's room for there's room for optimism. Uh, as long as the Premier League don't try and uh, relegate us, <laughs> take, 12, take twelve points off you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, Brighton's obviously an hard game, and it. But it's like 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 what Brighton's going to turn up. I mean, they're going to play the same style, whatever Brighton turns up. But are they going to be that that Brighton that's been able to get 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 in behind them? Because that's what's happened to them a lot this season. Well, um, it was frustrating last season because we played Brighton in January, and uh, at home, and. Um, Lampard just completely underestimated what they've got and he went kind of toe-to-toe with them, you know, like the attacking kind of nice football. Yeah. And they absolutely battered us 4-0. But I don't think they're as keen on this kind of uh, Sean Dyche kind of industrious, hard-working kind of team. They're a bit like Arsenal were at one time. If you get into them and get stuck into them, I don't think they're as keen. Uh, players like Mitoma and um, Balaba, Lalana, they're all quite nice footballers. So, I think if we can just just sort of get into them a little bit and bit of bit rough and tough, you never know. You never know. I don't. I, it's like that West Ham game, really. We, we were looking at that, thinking West Ham could win. It could be a draw. Everton could win. It 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 feels a lot like that with a lot of the games, unless you're playing the top one of the top six teams, or maybe perhaps you're playing Luton, Sheffield United, or whoever. I know we lost to Luton, but. You feel like you should probably beat them. Um, Everybody else in the middle, or you don't know, don't you? Really, anyone could beat anybody in the middle. A bit like the championship. Yeah. Um, similar teams. The um, we'll look at some of the other Premier League fixtures actually as well before we go. Um, Man United got absolutely pumped again by Man City. They were just strolling Man City. Did you watch any of that? <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I, I missed half of the first half because I was coming back from uh, the uh, Wednesday Rotherham game but yeah, um, yeah I, I, all on the second I saw the pen and then second half it was just City just passing it around and man you um, there's a lot of rumours in there about 10 argument minute but mm. um, they're just nowhere near not on any sort of level I mean they struggled against Sheffield United the week before let's be honest um, yeah. and they were lucky with that but yeah they, they were they were battered City. Um, let's be fair. I think City could have probably got more if they've if they've really tried. I think they were just they were passing it about for fun. Second half. I think Guardiola said something like after the game, like we didn't want to embarrass them too much or something like that. <laughs> it's just crazy from a Manchester derby perspective. Um, yeah. We'll look back to Saturday because obviously Blades um, are in our area and they got they lost five 0 to Arsenal. Don't look good for Sheffield United, really, does it? To be honest, no. I, I do think a lot of teams will go there and get pumped three, three to five nil, probably anyway. Yeah. This season, especially them lower end um, yeah. sort of teams. But yeah, they, 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 just, they just they just can't stop shipping goals. And even if it is Arsenal away, they're shipping two to five a game in. And when you you're shipping two to five a game in, and you, they're not going to score a lot anyway. For they just haven't, they haven't got a Calvert Lewin. Do you know what I mean? No. Like you, like you guys have got, and or uh, somebody else 
know what I mean? They haven't got that. They've got McBurney, who's all right, but he's not going to score you 15 goals a season. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, for me, it's obviously going to be biased. But anyway, yeah. if I'm, um, I, I'm, I, they're down. I know people will talk about Luton and Burnley and stuff like that, but I think they're, they're down. I wouldn't be surprised if they do change change the manager. I don't think it's his fault, personally. No. I think he's no. been dealt a bad hand. I think he did well to get him up, to be fair. Um, yeah. But I think I think he'll be gone soon. Uh, who are they getting? God knows. But yeah, I think he'll be gone. Well, I watched that game because I, I finished work and um, I was just sort of chilling out in the afternoon. So I just watched the Arsenal um, Sheffield United game, and um, Arsenal were just a bit like Man City were at the end of this Manchester derby. They were just passing it around yeah. for the first um, first sort of twenty minutes, and they, they didn't seem Arsenal didn't seem to have any intention of attacking. Almost, Do you know, it was just kind of let's just keep possession then. If they're not going to come out, which Sheffield United just had a low block in their own half, I also just kept passing it about, casting it about, passing it about. Declan Rice, a little bit of quality, next thing, 1-0, game over. Um, it was just so basic for him, it was so easy for Arsenal. And I, I, I maybe underestimate Arsenal a little bit, I, I, I didn't give them that much credit last season, but I think um, Arteta's doing a, doing a really good job there at Arsenal. Um there's no real massive other standout results this weekend. I think everything pretty much went... Chelsea, back to, for... Chelsea back to being Chelsea, wasn't it? You're not surprised by it, though, are you? Um... <laughs> no, absolutely not. It was the early kick-off, yeah. wasn't it? And Saturday, Saturday early kick-off. And, yeah, um, just Chelsea. Neil Mopé, by the way, it, running on goal from the halfway line. The keeper was in the box at the other end. The keeper catches him up. And instead <laughs> of shooting into an empty net, he passes it. He's got Scotland about 40-odd games. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see it live because I was busy, but I, I had seen the highlights and I saw that. And I'm thinking, how's he not just tapped it into net? I know he's still like 30, know, 30 yards out, but a professional football player should be able to pop it into, net, into an empty net from 30 yards out. It's like the half-time challenges when you get the drunk man running around on pitch doing the just rolling it into net. It was like one yeah. of them. Like, oh, I'll just pass it just in case I miss. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Sunday... The other games, Villa won again at home, winning everything at home, aren't they? Um, Doing um, really well, aren't they? Just um, I love Unai Emery. Yeah, it's just so fluid, um, especially with players. They've got obviously, don't get me wrong, they've got really good players, but they've not got players like City or Liverpool or other players. Do you know what I mean? Or all that sort of stuff. Even Arsenal to a degree, but the 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 fluid the fluid up front are good. They are just this is the movement so good. Um, from... Yeah, Ollie Watkins is a, is a definite threat up front. I think he'll be in the England squad uh, for the Euros be, next year. Yeah. Be the new second fiddle wanted to Kane for Euros. It's, it's well, you got you got Kane scoring from his own half for Bayern Munich and three <laughs> goals a game. You got Bellingham just absolutely bossing La Liga. Um, I mean, if England aren't sort of favourites for that uh, tournament next summer, there's something wrong. I think. Maybe yeah. Southgate's the probably issue there. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that's that's it. There's only one man stopping us from winning something. It's not at players, but we'll see. We'll no. see. But yeah, it's, 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 going off topic a little bit. It's good to see um, when British players, whether that's you know, Welsh, Scottish, English, even for me, even better being English. But um, seeing them doing good in in big leagues or in big teams, um, especially Bellingham, obviously because he's only, he's only twenty in it, but. Um, I mean, it's a bit easier for Kane when he's playing for Bayern Munich against um, certain teams. Don't you, that, that don't you mean really... Jordan Henderson in Saudi Arabia playing to 30 people? <laughs> oh, God. What a bad decision. <laughs> he's got... Leave him alone. He's gone, he's gone to change football over there. He's gone to oh. change it. Playing in front of 700 or 600, whatever it was, uh, fans. More more, more at ninth tier English football, weren't they, or something? That would that joke. 
whatever. But hey, uh, I reckon those games are fixed as well because that boxing's fixed in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> if, if, if the boxing's man. fixed, then the the football's think, definitely fixed as well. If the games are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Henderson will be there rolling it into his own net for a payday or whatever. Yeah. But it's not about money though. It's, it's, it's changing yeah, football. So. Leave him alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so we'll, we'll finish on the Everton Stadium. Actually, it's sort of reaching milestones every day at the new stadium. Sorry. Um, more seats. More seats. A picture today with more seats in. Yeah, so the first seats went in last week, I think it was, and it's just sort of everything's coming together really ahead of schedule. It's unbelievable. Um, I don't know when we'll be in there now because they were saying next, next this time next year, but they reckon all seats will be in by December. Uh, sorry, by Easter. Do you think they'll um, they'll bring it forward, or it's still going to be mid next year? Beyond mid next year, but mid well, next, se- mid next season, isn't it? It's planned. I got told there's no chance before December, but. Um, Structurally, it's the roof's all complete. That was today, I think. Um, so it's just like putting panels on the roof. Um, the lower tier inside the stadium can now sort of be built because of the the cranes for the roof can all come out, you know. Yeah. Um, so they can build start building the, the lower tier. And I mean, a lot of it's going to be sort of retrofitting the hospitality and the inside of it, I suppose, now. But, and uh, getting the outside sorted, I suppose, as well, a little bit, aren't they? Because they've got, they got the plans for all the other bits that are around the ground as well, aren't they? Yeah, so they've been doing a lot of stuff to do with, like, the um, some old buildings, what they've had to sort of, your heritage buildings and things, what they've had to re, um, repurpose and that. But I think they're all done. So a lot of it's going to be kind of like um, the pathways and, the, and everything like that. There's some old, like, issues, railway lines and stuff. They've got to make sure they're still there and... So yeah, a lot of it's just going to be what you're basically walking on, pl- planting some trees and and all that kind of yeah. thing. So what what they're doing about the tickets? Have they put anything out about that? Yeah, like so that? They, um, more tickets available, aren't they? Technically, did a survey good. asking how fans want to, how fans would prefer um, to allocate the new season tickets, and they asked, would you prefer it to go on tenure? So how long you've had a season ticket? Um, or away credits is the main thing, or a ballot, or um, first come first serve. So that was imagine, concerning. Imagine web, 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 website won't be able to handle that if that's something to do with. It. Well, I mean, that would be concerning to people who had season tickets for yeah. fifty that, years. I'll, I'll just I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just rock down and go and get one, shall I? For one, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do... <laughs> well, there's a lot of fans saying they they don't understand why they can't just. Because there's a lot more seats, why can't they offer everybody the same seat in the new ground, if as or as near as? And if you don't want it, then you go into a process like that. But I think a lot of it's to do with logistics in it. They just want you to be able to go online and look at a stadium plan and pick your seat. I think. Um, Where are you think going to go in? If if depending on how they do um, it, I think we'll probably try because we sit behind the goal anyway um, on the Gladys Street. Um, so it'll probably be a similar seat. I think it might be safe standard actually there. Yeah, um, I think they are doing. I've heard that as well. Anyway. So yeah, we'll see. You know, we, this six month time, we might be picking our seats at new ground, which it's quite exciting, really. I know there's a lot of doom and gloom about Everton, but um, nice new stadium there and everything. It's a shame to leave Goodison, obviously, but we do really need it. You know, it's 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 beyond time, really. Um, that's it, really. Got, so. got, the, got the next Euros as well, on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got the um, got a few of the games at the next Euros, so that's quite big because it's Man City's uh, Etihad and um, Everton Stadium for the North, really. Uh, St. James's Park as well, sorry. Yeah. So they're the three for North, so I think everyone will be trying to get those tickets uh, for those three. 
Um, I'm just going to sort of give some predictions for the Everton next two games then. Well, Everton-Burnley in the League Cup, have you got any? What do you reckon? Do you reckon it's hard to pick really, that, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think that's the... Because it's such a free hit for... I mean, both... I mean, you're obviously doing a little bit better than them, but they're they're really struggling, aren't they, Burnley? So it's kind yeah. of for both for both teams. It's a nice, probably nice, like you said earlier, a nice distraction, less pressure for both teams. I can, I think you'll win. To be honest, I, I just think because mm. there's less pressure. Um, I, I don't think, think Burnley's got much of a squad outside of the main players. Um, no. So if they were to make big changes to the team, I don't really know. Whether that would be very competitive, I'd, yeah, I mean, never say never. But uh, Nathan Redmond and Jay Rodriguez are pretty, you know, standard, aren't they? These they're not not not, not what I mean, Rodriguez would probably not 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 knock any trees up in um, in Championship anymore. To be fair, you know, uh, Sander Bird's hardly played. He might play. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be confident of a hopefully a win. Everton don't do anything easily, but um, I, think I think it's a great opportunity for you. Like we said, um, and you might. End up being unlucky and getting a you know big, big yeah. team that's going to knock you out in quarters, but you never know. You you could be getting a Port Vale in quarter final at home. Um, do you know what I mean? So I think it's a great opportunity, and it's something I don't think Dai should take lightly on on Wednesday night. And I think you should should be good for. I'm not saying you don't rest any players, but I think you should be taking it seriously. And I think to be honest, I think you'll win. Um, yeah. If, if I'm if I'm honest, I think I think Brighton's the one that's a lot harder to call. I think I think, and I'll I'll probably be wrong now. You'll go and get battered by Burnley and then go and batter Brighton. But uh, I think it's sensible that on. I think uh, Wednesday night's the the one that you'll win, and then the, the Saturday for me could be could be any anyone's game. Depends depends what Brighton turn up and what Everton turn up on on Saturday. Yeah, I don't think anybody can call Everton be Brighton. I don't think anybody could sort of nobody would pick it for um, last man standing or anything like that. You you wouldn't really. That'd be a risky no. game to pick. If, if um, you had to pick, you're probably going to pick Brighton just on. Last Just year, the, yeah. last few years, but I wouldn't be surprised if you get a result against them at the same time because they have been inconsistent this year compared to last year. So I think from Brighton's perspective, they've got a week off and then they play us, and we're playing midweek, so it's a bit of a bit opposite to what we said earlier. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's hope uh, let's hope for two home wins, and then we've got Palace away in the international break. <laughs> Palace away, that oh, Palace away is a that's a, nice, that's a strange one, all isn't it? Oh, Palace, no, it's always a strange away game, Palace. It's a funny little ground, that, isn't it? You know, it's intense and I don't know. We never seem to do all that well there. It seems to be draws a bit. And I, I, you know, if I was putting money on Everton Palace, I'd just put a draw. It'd probably be nil-nil or something. We're better away. But yeah, it's just a, such a, a strange... For anyone, not just for you lot, for anyone. Anyone that seems yeah. to go, it's just one of those strange away games where you honestly re- never know what you're going to get. You could batter them. You could get battered yourself. <laughs> yeah. So strange. It's weird. I think as well, the fixtures are quite good for us, to be fair. I mean, we had the Liverpool game, but then we've got Man United straight after the break as well. We're, that's at home. So, you know, they're all sort of games where you've got a bit of belief in going and getting the result. You play Man City, you don't expect to get anything. Um, but the fixtures recently seem to have been quite good, really. So, yeah, yeah. onwards and upwards. We'll see. See you later. In a bit.
once again thanks for listening to the obstructed view let's hope everyone can do the business against burnley and brighton up for the toffees